in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In the Gospel of today, the Lord said, The sheep know my voice, and they don't know the voice of stranger, and they flee from the stranger, because they do not recognize his voice. And one of the very common questions, how would I know the voice of God? Actually, there are, we can say two voices or three voices speak to us. We have the voice of God. We have the voice of the stranger. The stranger is Satan. Either directly, stranger speaks to us directly or through others like through ungodly friends. So Satan can speak to me either directly in my mind, in my heart, or through others. And the third voice is the voice of the person himself. In order to be able to distinguish the voice of God and to recognize the voice of God in our life, we need to differentiate between the voice of Satan the voice of oneself and the voice of God. Satan is a deceiver and the word deceiver means he will make you believe a lie. He will make you believe a lie. For example, with our mother Eve, Satan succeeded to make her believe a lie. The first lie, when he told her, you shall surely not die. So, when God said to Adam, if you eat from this tree, you will die, Satan said exactly the opposite. You will not die. Satan also cast doubt about the character of God. When he said to Eve, God knows if you eat from this tree, you will be similar to him. As if the main reason why God said to Adam and Eve, don't eat from this tree, because God doesn't want Eve and Adam to be similar to him, which again, it's a lie. God wants us to be like him. He created us in his own image after his likeness. So Satan said to Eve, God doesn't want your best interest. He lied about sin. He lied about God. And he lied about the word of God. Because God said to Adam, from all the trees you can eat, but this tree of knowledge of good and evil, you cannot eat. But when Satan spoke to our mother Eve, is it true that God told you don't eat from all the trees of the garden? And until now, actually, Satan used these three lies. He lies about God. He lies about the word of God. And he lies about the nature of sin. He will tell you God doesn't love you. God doesn't like you. God will not forgive you. 
God is angry with you. God is upset with you. God doesn't want your best interest. If you live with God, you will not have fun in your life. If you live with God, you will be miserable. You will not be happy. Stay away from God if you want to find joy, etc. And he lies about the word of God. He will cast doubt on the word of God. He will say, the Bible has mistakes. The Bible is not infallible. And he lies about the days of creation, about the story of Noah, about Adam and Eve. And he will say, all this just are mythology. Stories to send you a message, but not real stories. So Satan lies about the word of God. And lies about, for example, communion. He said, when Jesus said, my body is food indeed, my blood is drink indeed. He meant it symbolically. So Satan lies about God, lies about the word of God. And also he lies about the nature of sin. We know that wages of sin is death. But Satan now, he tried to convince people nothing wrong with divorce. Abortion is human right. Homosexuality is another uh, lifestyle. Transgenderism is your uh, right, etc. He is lying about sin. And he is saying sin will not hurt you. There are benefits if you take marijuana. There is benefit if you take drugs. He is lying. So, in order to distinguish the voice of the devil from the voice of God, you should know the truth. And you should believe in the truth. The truth that's revealed to us in the scripture, as interpreted by the early church father, and as lived in the church. So, when you abide by the truth, Satan cannot deceive you. Satan actually, his power in deception is very, very strong. In the book of Revelation, we read about his power of deception. He can deceive the whole world. The whole world. You can read this in the book of Revelation. So, he is very powerful in making us believe a lie. But we need to be strong and steadfast in our faith. We should know the truth. The truth that's revealed to us in the scripture, interpreted to us by the early church father, and lived and practiced in the church. So anything against this, then it is from Satan. When actually God says in Malachi, I hate divorce, anything against this. It is deception from Satan. It's falsehood. When God said, thou shalt not murder, any justification for abortion is not acceptable because the truth is you shall not murder. So abide by the truth. Satan cannot deceive you. But if you start to accept some doubts in your heart about the word of God, which is the truth, then you will be an easy target for Satan. 
Satan can actually deceive you easily. Satan also can speak to us through the ungodly friends. And we have the story of Rahabam in the Old Testament. And we have the story of Amnon, the son of David. Both of them, they got a wrong advice from their friends. When Rahman became the king of Israel, his ungodly friends told him, be harsh with the people. Say to them, my father, King Solomon, disciplined you with rods, I will discipline you with scorpions. So, instead of giving him the right advice to be kind, to, comp to be compassionate, to serve the people as their king, to serve the people. But he came with authority to rule it over them and to make them like his slaves. And that's why the kingdom was split during his time. So Satan spoke to Rahabam through his friends. The same way for Amnon, the son of David, when he want to commit adultery with his sister, his friend, instead of giving him advice and tell him this is wrong, the commandment said, thou shalt not commit adultery. He gave him the idea, make yourself sick and ask your sister to come and serve you food and then do with her whatever you want to do. The same happened with King Ahab and his wife Isabel when he wanted to take the field of Naboot and he didn't want, he didn't know how to take the field. So his wife, this wicked uh, lady, Isabel, give him the idea, bring two false witnesses against Naboot and kill him. Then you can take his field. You are the king of Israel. And he listened to her. So, Satan can speak to us through ungodly friends, ungodly spouses, ungodly neighbors. And we need actually to be very careful in choosing our friends, in choosing our spouses. Because Satan can deceive us against the will of God through them. That's why St. Paul said, bad company corrupts good moral. Simpson, when he got married from ungodly woman, she actually betrayed him. And he was angry at her. So her father took her and gave her as a wife to his best friend. Again, he, he did not make a right decision when he decided to marry. So we should understand that Satan can speak to us through others. Satan can speak directly to my mind or my heart or can speak to me through others. And again, if I am filled with the Holy Spirit, I know the Word of God and the Word of God dwells richly in me and I have I am a disciple to the church 
disciple to my father of confession and I expose all my thoughts to get the right advice and the right direction not to convince my spiritual father with my agenda no I'm going to ask a sincere godly advice from the word of God and I'm willing to listen to it and apply it in my life this will protect me from listening to the voice of the stranger from listening to the voice of Satan through my friends or even my spouse the second voice I said Satan can speak to me directly or through others second voice is the voice of the person himself because as St. Paul said we have two persons inside each one of us the carnal person and the spiritual person and both of them they are fighting against each other the flesh fights against the spirit and the spirit fights against the flesh yes we took the power to put to death the carnal man in baptism in baptism we received the power to put to death the carnal man but every now and then either I revive the carnal man again or keep it uh, dead as he dies in the water of baptism that's why St. Paul in Romans chapter 6 he said put to death your members that is on earth meaning what put to death keep the carnal man dead don't revive the carnal man but many times the spiritual man that's guided by the Holy Spirit is fighting against the carnal man that is guided by the lusts and desires of the world every liturgy you hear at the end of the Catholic letter do not love the world or the things which are in the world so you need actually to recognize which voice you are listening to is it your carnal man that's fighting against the Holy Spirit or you are listening to the spiritual man that's actually according to the will of God in Romans chapter 8 St. Paul made a beautiful comparison between the carnal man and the spiritual man in order to help us to discern which one I am following he said for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their mind on the things of the spirit where is your mind where is your heart on earthly things or on heavenly things for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God nor indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh carnally minded cannot please God but you are not in the flesh in baptism the carnal man died don't revive him again but you are in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ he is not his so I need 
when there's voice comes in my mind from myself, I need to discern who is speaking now. Is the carnal man or the spiritual man? Who is telling me, don't pray, don't read the scripture, don't go to the church, don't fast? Who is telling me this? Is this the carnal man or the spirit of God? If I listen to the carnal man, as St. Paul said, I'm not his. I don't belong to him. But if I listen to the Holy Spirit, then, as he said, my sheep know my voice and follow me. Let's point the voice of God. How to be able to discern the voice of God. Ask and you shall receive. Ask. Tell him, cause me to know the way in which I should walk because I lifted my soul up to you. Read the scripture. The scripture is the truth and understand it as interpreted by early church fathers and as lived by and practiced by the church. Also seek spiritual guidance and spiritual direction. Usually with the voice of God, there is peace, peace and joy. And the person has assurance in his heart that with this peace that surpasses all understanding, this God is talking to me. Another sign for the voice of God, as St. Paul said, God is not an author of confusion. You cannot just read something in the Bible, and then when you pray, you hear something else. God is not author of confusion. And you go to your spiritual father, you hear something different. God is not an author of confusion. God speaks to you through your heart, your mind, in the scripture, through your spiritual father, through your godly parents and godly friends, and you will find the same message among all of these, because God is not an author of confusion. My sheep know my voice. Let us dedicate this liturgy today to ask God to protect us and to give us enlightenment and understanding to discern the voice of the devil, either directly or through ungodly people, and give us the power to reject the voice of the devil. Also, to recognize the carnal voice inside us, and also to reject it, to listen only to the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit that is in us, so will be his children, and we will inherit the kingdom of God. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.